This week's episode of Pointless Discussions is brought to you by DicksByMail.com. Send someone you love or hate a bag of dicks. For the month of June, use the promo code PointlessDicks and get 25% off your next order. That's DicksByMail.com. Welcome to the podcast, Pointless Discussions, a weekly comedy podcast where we have no chill because we ran out of ice. I'm your host, Paul Schroyer, and I'm joined here by my good friend and co-host, Mark Reynolds. How's it going, Mark? You can't see it right now, but I am shaking my head so fucking hard. <laughs> what? Where do you come up with this shit? I mean, I, I, don't, I, did, I told you last week, I'm just trying to come up with some new catchphrases. I, I know what you're doing, <laughs> I just don't know where it's all coming from. <laughs> but run with it, I'm loving it. And I'm doing great, how are you? I'm fantastic, Mark. Awesome. So this week, we're going to talk, Mark, do you know what we're talking about this week? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Uh, I mean, we could talk about that. This week's topic is nursing. I, felt, well, I mean, yeah, that's something that nurses deal with. Right, right. I felt like, you know, we do uh, D&D, little side thing called Hospitals and Doctors. So I figured, well, why not get a nurse in here and let's... See how accurate our stuff really is. Right. So let's go ahead and introduce our guest, uh, R.N. Emily. How's it going, R.N. Emily? It's doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, we we can't really use your last name uh, for job pur- purposes, so we're going to call her R.N. Emily or just Emily. I like R.N. Emily. <laughs> kind of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Okay, so uh, before before we get into nursing, I, I kind of had like the most fucked up literally shitty week ever you, you guys want to hear about it real quick or like when you say literally shitty did you have like a really bad case of diarrhea well all right i kind of shit my pants earlier this week that's not normal right for I, your age i mean i was sitting there with my wife and i was poor wife yeah i was telling her about how like how terrible my stomachs felt all day and I felt a fart coming on, so I thought it'd be funny, you know, kind of let one rip while I'm talking about how bad my stomach hurts. Not so funny. Never trust those farts. <laughs> if your belly hurts beforehand, don't trust it. Right. So I kind of shit my pants this week. It happens. I've done it on more than one occasion. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I shit sometimes. I don't know. And your pants? Well, yeah. You just think it's a fart. And yeah, it, it's not always a fart. 
It's misleading. You should see what you're eating in your diet and maybe change to some like higher fiber foods so you don't shit your pants. Wait, I thought fiber made you shit. It makes it more hard and regular. Because like the fiber holds the shit together. So fiber is like the building block of feces. Yes. Awesome. I need to eat more fiber then. (laughs) I think that's why uh, Ernie Bentley eats uh, plywood. That makes sense. Yeah. A lot of fiber. I thought he ate particle board. Particle board. That you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. I try not to remember anything about that old bastard. Now, if you told me he shit his pants, I would be more understanding. Oh, he's he kind of old. Yeah, he wears the pants. He shits his pants constantly. I th- Mark was on an episode with him, and I think he like shit his pants at least two or three times during the episode. Oh, it was three at least. Yeah. And those were just the ones that I counted that I could actually smell. So other than shit in my pants this week, I, I had something else fucked up happen to me. Uh, this is more in the frontal region. It is normal, and it happens to all guys. Well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I totally got poison ivy on my dick. Oh. Actually, that's kind of normal and happens to most guys, too. <laughs> Did you fuck the plant? No, I was uh, I was doing some uh, landscaping and there's poison ivy, and I, I I was being careful to remove the poison ivy. But then when I got home, I wasn't careful, and I didn't wash my hands. Normally, I would wa- I wash my hands before I go to the bathroom. But I had to pee so bad that I forgot to do it. And as soon as I started pissing, I'm like, oh, no. I was like, maybe I'll get lucky, and maybe I won't get anything. Is that the same thought you have when you have sex with women without a condom? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, maybe I won't get something. I'll be all right. No, no, but I totally got poison ivy on my dick. Luckily, I'm not, like, highly allergic to it, because my buddy, I'm going to just go ahead and say his fucking name, Todd. My buddy Todd went hiking one time, and he he... I guess was like leaning up against a tree while he was peeing that had like poison ivy all over it. But he had, he had to get a cortisone shot because his dick like just swelled up in this big giant red like uh like like a cheese puff but like red. Ew. That's nasty. <laughs> That's not normal. I mean, you're a nurse, Emily. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Usually when it looks like that, there's some sort of infection going on. Well, like yeah. chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes. Oh, yeah. That was his, his initial thought was, oh, God, I've got an, an STI. But then he went and they were like, no, you have poison ivy. And they gave him a cortisone shot and it cleared right up. But Did mine, that- mine's not that bad. I mean, I'm not really allergic to poison ivy. It doesn't really bother me too much. I still get like the bumps. You know, but like it's not, nothing swells up and it doesn't spread crazy on me. He keeps claiming that the bombs are poison ivy, <laughs> but he was never been checked out by a doctor. So we can only believe that story. Well, yeah. Okay. I guess that's true. If no. Right. I mean, I, I don't think I would be on the air uh, talking about this if it was anything other than poison <laughs> I ivy. I actually <laughs> got folliculitis on my dick once. And I thought it was herpes because it is what, very what, close. What's fol- folliculitis infection of the hair follicles? Huh. So, so what exactly? Like, what does that exactly mean? Like, what? Basically, 
the bottom of the hair and whatever region you get it in becomes inflamed and turns into open sores very much resembling herpes. And since I got it on the base of my dick, I thought that I had herpes. It's a bacterial infection. So what do you have to get like? Antibiotics. Penicillin kills a lot. I just put aloe vera on it for a couple weeks and it went away. (laughs) I have scars now though, but... It probably would have been quicker if you got some antibiotics. Yeah, well... I was freaking out thinking I had herpes. Well, how do you know it wasn't herpes if you didn't go to the doctors? Because it went away. Herpes goes away and comes back. If it comes back, (laughs) I'll go to the doctors. So you don't know for sure if it was... No, it was folliculitis. Okay. You know that... Because every single one of the sores were at the base of a hair. And it got worse when I tried to shave it. I did my research. I'm not a nurse. I'm not an RN like you. I'm not. But I have WebMD, and I did my research. <laughs> did you go to Doctor Google? Doctor Google, man, he's an asshole. I mean, he'll scare the. He's shit got out of information everybody. though. Yeah, but you just it's type the in worst stuff ever. I know you type in pimple, and all of a sudden you're dying of skin cancer. I mean, Doctor Google is like scary. Stay off of Doctor Google and WebMD. See a real doctor. Or one I will that claims if I find time. Uh, did you ask Barbara? Yeah, I asked Barbara. Okay. I said, Barbara, what are these bumps on my penis? And at first she was like, you have AIDS. I was <laughs> like, no, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so I, I did my own research by typing it out, and I found a more clear answer. Well, if it comes back. Does folliculitis come back? I mean, it can as bacteria. Yeah. I mean, your body has bacteria all over it. What if it was MRSA? It could be MRSA, the superbug. What does MRSA sores look like? Some of them look like boils or pimples or open wounds. I don't know. They're just. I'm MRSA. like ninety nine point six percent sure that it was folliculitis. But MRSA is the bacteria that could cause it. Okay. Staph infection. Where do you get it from? I wasn't sticking my dick on medical instruments or anything. MRSA's in the community now. <laughs> Anybody can have MRSA. Now. Like in a community swimming pool? No, like out <laughs> in the community. Like it's not just found. Like in it's hospitals. just walking around. Like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> It's not found in so just hospitals I, anymore. I could have... I went to a very crowded event last weekend. MRSA could have been there and I wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. Hmm. It could have been on like half of those people's bodies there. It's like that anonymous hacking group. Oh. You don't really know what Mercer looks like, Mercer looks like, but it's always there. Yeah. Does it wear like bandanas over its mouth? Yeah, it wears that uh, V for Vendetta mask. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Guy Fawkes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> that makes sense. I didn't see any Guy Fawkes at. I went to the Taste of Cincinnati. That's where I was. There's oh, probably you a definitely lot of got her- there. Yeah, you probably definitely got herpes from that. Well, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I did get sick that night. I think it was the funnel cake. So, yeah, you went to Taste of Cincinnati. That's a pretty big event in Cincinnati. Oh, dude, it was so fucking crowded. They shut down, like, I think six city blocks. Like, last year, I think it was only four. But they made it, like, extra long this year. Hmm. And you only ate a funnel cake? Yeah, I didn't have any money. Um. <laughs> I went to Taste of Cincinnati, and I got me one of them Cincinnati... Uh... What about the ghetto? Was there ghetto there? Because you can't have Cincinnati. There was Cincinnati. everywhere. As I say, you can't have Cincinnati without ghetto. That yeah. shit's so or, good. Or, yeah, any northern Kentucky or Cincinnati. Newport on the levee actually has a ghetto fest. Been there. 
Yeah, I've been. They there actually have vending machines that look like you know the pop bottle machines that vend like sends getta. Like you put your three dollars in and you get a sausage roll of getta. It's like getta. sausage mixed with oats. It's some good shit. You I thought it was it. cheese. No, that's gouda. That's gouda. Oh, okay. But we're saying getta. I heard what you said. You're saying just... ghetto, dude. This ghetto, dude. One time I had some ghetto ghetto. And some ghetto that you found in the ghetto? Is that like homemade? It was from the ghetto. But I, I mean, I How do you know? It told me. The, in the, the way, sausage told you I, that it was from the ghetto? Yeah, the way it talked was in that stereotypical ghetto, uh, voice. ghetto yeah, voice. Okay. You know, that's in all the movies, and it was talking about the Was product. it wearing pants? Yeah, but it was really hanging low on them. I mean, so, you, yeah, that, it was sagging his pants then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. definitely ghetto ghetto. Like, you could see pretty much all of its underwear. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was hanging down below the underwear. Yeah, if I was ghetto, I probably wouldn't wear underwear, but right. that's, but that's just me. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, it kept talking about the projects. I don't know. It was pretty stereotypical. You know, starting a rap career and all that. Well, yeah. yeah. If you live in the ghetto, you have to have a rap career. Right. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Am I the only one finding something wrong with this conversation? <laughs> I <Probably> know. <laughs> no, we realize it too, but for some reason we just keep going. So nursing. Nope, nope. Oh. We well, gotta take a quick commercial break and then oh, we'll okay. get into nursing and we'll we'll talk about some of the crazy shit that you've seen around and abouts and all that stuff. So yeah, let's take a quick commercial break. Hey guys, Paul Schroyer here from Pointless Discussions. You're probably listening to the podcast right now. Um, I'm here to talk to you about a great product and a great sponsor uh, for this podcast, DicksByMail.com. You know, Father's Day is coming up and, and it's always hard to really pick out a good Father's Day gift. But, you know, like I always say, your dad made you with his dick. Why not send him a bag of dicks? Just head over to dicksbymail.com, use the promo code pointlessdicks, and get 25% off your order. I mean, I can't think of a, a better gift to give your dad than a bag of dicks. And you can also add in glitter or penis-shaped confetti, you know, just depending on how much you hate your dad. So, you know, and it's all shipped anonymously, so you don't have to worry about him ever even knowing that you sent him a bag of dicks. By that, I mean it's a bag of gummy dicks, and they are absolutely delicious. Uh, Mark and I, we eat them almost breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, that's all we eat. I think we have diabetes by now, but they're amazing. So head on over to dicksbymail.com. Use the promo code PointlessDicks and get 25% off your next order. I love you. These dicks are delicious. All right, and we're back. So, Emily, you're an RN. Yes. That's like, like, as far as nurses go, like, kind of give us the rundown. Like, you've got, like, just your regular nurse, right? Well, 
if you're talking about like the initials, you have LPNs, which are like licensed practical nurses, and then you have your RN, which is a registered nurse, and then you have nurse practitioners, which are the nurses that have their masters, which um, they work at like Walgreens and stuff. Well, and they work at hospitals. They can see people and write scripts and diagnose people with like simple illnesses, and they're usually um, are under a doctor. I have a question. Yes. Do you have to be a specific kind of nurse to help out a specialty doctor, like a proctologist or an OBGYN? Well, you are, you can be, you're trained. So a lot of nurses first start out and depending on where they go, they train you to that specialty that you're in. So if you like ICU, then they train you for intensive care um, training. If you want to be a proctologist nurse, then I guess they'll teach you all about the ass. Um, They'll train you for the procedures that they do. But you don't have to be a certain letter set to... They do have certifications that you can do for extra training and extra education, and you can get extra certifications. Like, I have several extra certifications. Um, so, like, an LPN could be a, a butt doctor's nurse? Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah, like, I'm an RM. Is that all you cared about? Yeah. It was just how <laughs> to become a butt doctor's nurse? Yeah. Okay. I don't have enough time to go to medical school, so... That's well, the yeah, next you best gotta, thing. You, you've got to do this podcast. Well, yeah. I mean, we're sponsored now by dicksbymail.com. Of course. So, I mean, you know, we, we I'm quitting my job tomorrow. I you, like that you can mail it with glitter. Yeah, you can put glitter in it. I mean, that's like the herpes of crafts. That's like, once you get it, it never fucking goes away. Right. Oh, yeah. So why not send it with a bag of dicks? Exactly. So do they put the glitter inside the dick bag? No. Okay. Like, you can still eat the dicks. So. Okay, good. Because I'd it's be mad. Just, it's in the envelope. So once you open the envelope, the glitter just goes just everywhere. everywhere. And amazing. then you have glitter herpes. Mm-hmm. You know, you could send it to somebody you love or hate. Yeah, of course. I'd be pissed if I got glitter in the mail. I would eat the dicks, but would not be happy about the glitter. Of course you would. <laughs> so, okay, let's get, like, what's the craziest thing you've seen? Like working <laughs> as a nurse. Oh, I see crazy shit all the time. Like we got a story. We had a vet tech in here, and we got a story about like a poop shoot spraying everywhere. It was a poop shoot riot. <laughs> it was a brown shower. I mean, there are plenty of brown showers in nursing. Um, you ever had to like wash an old man's balls? Yes. Like, did he always talk about junk and stuff? I have not met Bern. Is it Ernie? Ernie. Ben- Ernie yeah, Bentley. I have not met Ernie. No. Mark has washed Ernie Bentley's balls. Yeah, but that was just for fun. <laughs> I don't. They weren't even really that dirty. But he kept like telling really? me old war stories while I was doing it. I felt I mean, kind of uncomfortable. He lives in a junkyard. I would imagine that they were. You would think so. Every other inch of his he, body was filthy, but his balls were pristine. And that's it doesn't good make hygiene. sense. Well, he shits. He he wears the pens. He shits himself. I know. He had shit stains like, in knew, between his butt cheeks, but his balls were clean as a whistle. What about the taint? I didn't look at the taint. Like okay, I know you're about to have your first child here coming up. Yeah. But there's things called like blowouts. Yeah. <laughs> where like. Th- that shit gets everywhere. Every little crack Everywhere except his balls for some odd reason. Huh. I do not know. Hmm. Must be magic. Yeah. 
He has magical balls. He's in there with Lenny, so... Yeah, right, yeah. Lenny could have cast a spell on his testicles. I wonder if he'll cast that on my testicles. I'm sure if you ask him nice enough, he will. Okay, Emily, we were kind of talking about this last episode, so I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Are testicles just like snowflakes? No two are alike? I would think so. Um... (laughs) But like then, the wrinkle prints. Right. Like, could you take, like, like you, how they do thumbprints? Mm-hmm. Could you take, like, a nut print and it would be unique? Well, everybody's balls look slightly different. I guess it would be. I mean, I've never tried it, so I don't know, but I would assume that it's a possibility. We might, we might have a study on our hand. We might be able to get some grant money. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure some Japanese person would want to know about this. Of course. They're always curious is that, about that kind of is shit. Is that super offensive? <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, they're making sex robots and stuff all the time, I would imagine. So what I mean, would be I guess our... they could take that study to help enhance their robots that they're making. No two robots are alike. Well, I mean, I was just thinking, like, maybe that could be something, like, forensic scientists could use to identify people. So, like, if when all you go... that's left is the nutsack. Right, so, like, when you go to jail, you get your thumbprints... And then you get I mean, your nut print. If they have your nut sack, I'm assuming they can just pull the DNA off of it. Probably a little bit more efficient. Probably. I would imagine so. Yeah. Probably be quicker to just print it, though. So if everybody's testicle, nut sack or whatever, is like a snowflake, or every female's ovaries like a snowflake? Well, the ovaries aren't the same as a nut sack. I, I beg to differ. Well, I would no, because no, you're talking about the, no. Paste. You're talking no. about the nut sack, which is just a sack that holds the testicles. If you're comparing apples to apples, it'd be testicles and ovaries, not nut sack. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I thought we decided that the labia was the female version of the print. I don't think we ever decided anything. I decided it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've seen plenty of vaginas and I'm telling you no two vaginas look the same. Exactly. Okay. It's the labia. So, okay, so I haven't seen ovaries on the outside. I've only seen them like in pictures and on the inside. But and they all pretty much look the same. Kind it's cut of, and yeah. paste. Unless okay. there's something seriously wrong with them. Well, if there's like a growth or something, it won't look normal. Is but... there ever like times where the fallopian tubes are not curved and straight down to the uterus if you've had an std sometimes they're all scarred up or um, they ever like go in opposite directions they can be like twisted they can be twisted scar tissue and make them look abnormal well yeah you can get your testicle twisted Mm -hmm. that shit hurts it's not you know from personal experience i had to take care of that before i've not had to experience myself i don't have testicles oh okay be a yeah, lot yeah. cooler if you did. Hey, you never know Kinda nowadays. You don't know. You don't. <laughs> um, they've had to change the birth certificates recently, and um, I wasn't aware of that until I was helping people fill them out. And it used to say, um, like, it used to have mother's information and then father's information, and it was always assumed the mother was female, the father was male on the birth certificates. Right. Well, now it says parent number one and parent number two. And you now have to specify if parent number one is a male or female and if parent number two is a male or female. That's pretty progressive. So it's gotten very progressive. And it's just recent. Um, 
and then well yeah they definitely didn't have that when yes. i had my daughter like right it's very like in the last few weeks i noticed i'm like well this is different like i've not seen it before um so we're told that the person who's birthed the child out of their body is put as parent number one but they can still choose if they identify as male or female so i don't even know if this is possible but if it was and a hermaphrodite got their self pregnant would they be able to put their name as parent one and parent two it's not possible that I know of of hermaphrodites getting themselves pregnant. Your dreams um, are crushed, right now. So my understanding of hermaphrodites um, is that they typically aren't able to have children in the normal sense as getting pregnant or having sperm. But I'm not 100% sure on that, but they can't get themselves pregnant. So you're saying it could happen? <laughs> I don't think there's any case studies out there where it has i've not really researched that depth into it but we need to start a case study then i mean we can ask barbara but barbara don't know anything about that it's just a trick on the dick i ain't talking to her (laughs) so back to the whole nutsack print thing i was thinking about it and i don't think that actually could work because (laughs) really really you don't think that could work mark theoretically it could because every nut sack is different it's like a snowflake no two are alike exactly but each nut sack changes as the days go on yes if you're cold your nut sack shrivels well i'm just saying like with age too you you add more wrinkles than you may have had when you got the print done they sag down to your knees yeah you trip over them when you're walking yeah less wrinkles as they sag more because the skin's being stretched out. No, they're still wrinkly. Well, yeah, they're still wrinkly, but not as wrinkly. Because the skin's being stretched out by the the gravitational forces pulling the testicles down. They're still wrinkly. Is anybody else getting rock hard over here? I've been for like the last <laughs> ten minutes. I don't have a penis to get hard. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, you said that earlier. <laughs> no, I said I didn't have testicles. I, oh, I said if I had a penis or not. Right, that's true. I'm just confirming true. I don't have that either. All right, well, let's see. On that note, let's go to another quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Hey, Mark. Yes, Paul. I've got some exciting news for you. What's that? For the month of June, we're partnering up with dicksbymail.com to offer. Uh, contest to our listeners. What kind of contest is it? Well, we're giving away a free bag of gummy dicks. Really? Yeah. That's the ultimate prize. And it's it's really easy to win this. It takes four steps. What are these four steps? All right, ready? Let's count them. One. One. Go to iTunes. Go to iTunes. Two. Two. Rate us. Rate us. Three. Three. Review us. Review us. Four. Four. Email us to let us know that you've done all previous steps. (laughs) Uh, Email us to let us know you've done steps one through three. So yeah, so make sure after you've rated and reviewed us that you email us because that's how we're going to be able to get in contact with you to let you know that you won. And we're going to use the email addresses in the raffle. And at the end of June, we're going to pick one random individual to receive a free bag of dicks. Where can they email us at, Paul? Well, you can email us at pointlessdiscussions at gmail.com. 
You hear that, everyone? Get on iTunes, rate us, review us, and possibly win a bag of dicks. From dicksbymail.com. All right, we're back. I'm excited about the contest. Yeah, me too. Hopefully we get a lot of uh, rating and reviewing going on. Right? I mean, it's pretty easy. I mean, all you got to do, rate, review. I'm not going to go over this again. We just went over this. Yeah, they'll, they'll hear it in the commercial. Right. It's fine. Tell us, tell us about the nastiest, most vile. We've already went over this more. And she didn't really tell us anything that gross. Let's skip your question and go straight to my question. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, okay. Disappointingly enough, I learned today that I am a millennial, as is Mark. I'm so sorry. Yeah. As is Mark. Unfortunately, yes. As is Josh. What, what about you, Emily? Are you considered a millennial? When does a year start? Uh, well, uh, you know, that's a good question, Emily. Time for our segment. Barbara knows best. What years are millennials? According to Wattis.com, Tech Target. Newsweek magazine reported that the millennial generation was born between 1977 and 1994. 1977 to 1994. What was the name of that website that was pulled from? Wattis? Twattis.com. Hmm. Well, Sounds according, legit. Yeah. according to that definition, I guess I am a millennial. Um, I kind of saw myself more of a Generation X, but okay. Right, I thought I was genera- Generation Y. I thought Millennial is the new name for Generation Y. Oh, well, then that makes perfect sense. <laughs> that sounds like something a Millennial would do. <laughs> they had to get their own names. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You call us Y, we call us Millennials. Right. And, I, you know, we kind of been ragging on Millennials on this podcast for a while, but... I mean, I guess we've just been making fun of ourselves, which yeah. is okay. You can do that. David, I told do that me on that, a daily like, basis. Yeah, <laughs> David told me that like before he disappeared, and I just forgot to tell you about it. Hmm. Before he went to the mystery hole, he's like, "You realize that you guys are millennials, right?" It's like, hmm. yeah, well. so do you guys live? I'm glad that fucker's basements? gone. No, I'm just kidding. We I, still gotta. I save miss them you, David. Eventually, you're such a sweet, sweet, juicy boy. I miss you. Which, wait, okay. What so, do you say? <laughs> do you guys still live in your parents' basements? No. No. Well, that's a step up. I and I Do, do most millennials do that? I do physical that's labor what they say. also, which millennials are not known for physical labor either. Hmm. But the whole point that I'm bringing this up, they are known... For wanting to save their placentas and stuff. So I just kind of wanted to let... Do you know anything about this new phenomenon of saving the placenta of the baby and like eating it and all kinds of crazy shit? It's been around for a little while now and um, it's kind of odd. But yes, we do have requests of people um, wanting their placentas. Apparently there's enough of a... request for it that we actually have a procedure on how to give their placenta back after they've given birth i mean i don't want to judge anybody 
That's the last thing that I think I'm qualified to do. But it just seems ate up to me. I don't know. They actually eat it sometimes. <laughs> did this... How recently did this start occurring? Um, I mean, I've only experienced in the last few years, but if you look in like a Google research, it looks like it's been around probably about the last 10 years. Huh. I was going to say, if it was just the last couple of years, wouldn't that be Generation Z and not the millennials that are doing it? No, uh, usually it's the millennials that are starting to have babies now. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're like in our 30s. Huh. Some people take it to plant it in their garden. Some people take it to eat it. Some people take it to make pictures out of it. Um, Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Arts and crafts. Yes. So they make like paintings and pictures out of the placenta? Yep, and the blood that's in it. Mark, would you ever replace the goatsy with a placenta picture? Pink. Yeah, I mean, you're about to have a kid. You could totally... If it was beautiful enough, I would take down the goatsy. Well, okay, when you have that kid... It's a very beautiful painting. You let Lauren it's know... Life. We're going to get all up in her and get all that gunk and shit out. And we're just going to fucking slop that on a canvas. Okay. Like we're going to be like elbow deep just getting shit out of her. All right. Are you planning on doing a lotus birth? What's that? What the fuck is a lotus birth? That's where they keep the placenta attached to the baby after it's born. No. Cut that shit off. I mean, I've never heard of that. But I mean, I know you're my butterfly sugar baby. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. For no. That. What we're actually going to do is, as soon as that baby's born, cut that shit off and throw it in the frying pan. Wait, you're going to eat it? No, I'm not going to eat it. That was a joke. Can I eat it? I if mean, you want. all the no. other mammals out in like the world eat their placentas. We're, like the, we're like the only mammals that feed don't it eat it. Feed it to your dog. Well, there's a lot of hormones and stuff in there. It might make their dog like little nuts. Our dogs are already nuts. Well, the one is. Like Ernie Bentley nuts? Like pristine and I magical? I mean, you take an animal and put a bunch of like human hormones from a placenta in it. it I, I don't think it'd be a good mix. I mean, that's the whole point why people say they eat it is to balance their hormones and produce milk and keep from getting depression. And So if I eat the placenta, will it make my balls bigger? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you need... I don't think so. <laughs> I was thinking more like... Do you his... need the placenta from a male baby for that to work? Yeah, I think that's how that works. <laughs> and maybe right. it does work that way. Maybe you need the testosterone. Hell, I don't yeah. know. Okay. But I heard people who get testosterone, their balls shrink and stuff like that. So, yeah. But that's because they're doing it through a shot. They're not naturally... Maybe. You should try it and report back to us. Yeah, you But are. I'm having a girl, though. Oh. oh maybe you grow boobs. That'd be hot. That would be cool. Yeah. If I do, you're not allowed to touch them, Paul. That's bullshit. <laughs> I paid good money for Men can milk. Men can lactate. Yeah, I've heard that about that story where the wife mm-hmm. died at birth or whatever, and so the husband, like, just well, there's a whole... latched the baby onto his nipple, and mm-hmm. the baby just kept sucking and sucking, and eventually he started producing milk. Yeah, there's a whole tribe in Africa where a lot of the men nurse the children when the women go off and hunt. Is it called the Seahorse Tribe? uh, That I don't know. I can't remember. I read Uh, it a long time ago. What the fuck? Or whatever the Swahili word for seahorse is. Yeah. So, Mark, are you going (laughs) to try to lactate? I'm lactating right now, actually. (laughs) You want to taste it? No. Here. It's sweet. (laughs) 
tastes a little bit like alcohol. It's like drinking breast milk. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Diamond all the way. I'm so glad we're such an informative podcast. <laughs> yeah, we aren't. Everybody just learns so much. I mean, that sounds like a millennial thing that a millennial man will do. He wants to experience the breastfeeding bond, and it's not fair that only his wife can do it. So, sounds legit. You should try. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> it's not going to work, though. Make sure you get rid of the hair off your nipples first. Babies don't tend to like the hairy nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trim that shit off first. But what if, what if... Try not to get folliculitis. That's what I was going to say. What if I shave my nipples and get folliculitis on my nipples? Oh, don't give your baby MRSA in the mouth. It's not MRSA. It's (laughs) folliculitis. It's different. Yeah, don't give your baby bacteria. (laughs) So... I guess that's that's a risk I'm going to have to be willing to take. Instead of shaving, why don't you just take scissors and cut it close to the skin? I mean, I've had to do that to moms before. But then it'll be prickly and the baby will get like a rash on his lips. At that, they don't usually care that much if you just trim it. They just don't want it too long where they choke. And they can grab a good latch of the nipple. So, so you've had to do this for mothers, you said? There's been a couple incidents. Yeah. Very nippled mothers? Well, I've had to encourage them to trim. I didn't do it like for them. but hmm. That's hot. Mm-hmm. But doesn't hair usually grow on the outside of the areola? I like to call that a Sasquatch boob. Yeah. You'd be surprised of how many women have hair in areas of their bodies. A a squatchy booby is what I like. A squatch boob? A squatchy boob. (laughs) Okay. Well, I have a question for uh, a resident nurse. That's what it stands for? Registered. Registered nurse. Same difference. Anyways... (laughs) Can resident hair... nurse it just lives in your residence and just takes care of you i mean they got those too they got nurses. can hair grow on the areola of the nipple yeah it can hair okay. can grow anywhere my theory is you can grow hair anywhere hair can grow anywhere on the body so like the inside of the anus well yeah look at there this hold on there look at your ass still not as good as the one on my wall <laughs> so there are women t- that don't like to shave their anus, so they'll bleach the hair in their anus. Yeah, strippers no, do I'm- that. Yeah, I, the burn, the chemical burn, if you don't bleach it right, it's not good. No, I'm talking like in the rectum, inside the sphincter. If that happens, usually you probably got some sort of ingrown or something, and that's not good because it's probably like a boil or something grown yeah. in. Yeah, hair's typically... But you said hair can grow anywhere. Outside of the body, on the skin. Oh, outside. Anyway, where there's skin. You didn't specify skin. earlier. Oh. Sorry. Outside of the body. We're not the brightest people in the world. You got to be pretty specific when you talk to Anywhere that. your body has skin, it has the potential to grow hair. Bottom of your feet? It has a potential. Hmm. I mean, I doubt there's probably yeah. hair follicles there. But I feel like you walk too much that the hair, yeah, hair yeah. follicles. You got it on top of your toes. I have oh. it on top of my toes, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, this has been interesting. Yeah, to say the least. Hmm. Hmm. What do you got for us, Paul? I don't know, man. I, I really thought we would actually do a good job interviewing this this week. Do know. we ever? No. 
Why would you think this week would be any different? You know, we, we've got dicksbymail.com, you know, helping us out this month. Head over there, use the promo code pointlessdicks, get 25% off. I thought we could actually, like, step our game up, but we just talked about dicks the whole time. <laughs> it's the perfect episode to do it. You're right. We're promoting a company that sends gummy dicks to people you do or do not like. Anonymously. The mail anonymously. Yeah. It's the perfect episode to talk about dicks. I'm surprised we can say that word. What word? Anonymously. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I wasn't totally sure. <laughs> you look like you were about to say something, Emily, and then you kind of stopped. Did we pronounce it wrong? No. Is it anomalously? That's you, wrong. That's wrong. That's a real word, right? No, it's not. I um, don't think an, so. Wait, we say it again? Um, an- Anomalously. No. I don't think it is. God Google. Damn it. I'm going to ask Barbara. Nope. Sorry, we don't have enough time for that. Google Webster says no. Emily, thanks for being on this week. I'm uh, sorry we just talked about dicks all the time, but that, that's what we do around here. Well, it's all right. Dicks are good. As long as they're not diseased. Yeah. That's bad. I mean, or, I mean, I don't really look at like at the poison ivy uh, on my dick as like a bad AKA thing. AKA herpes. It's not herpes, God. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be talking about it if it was herpes, okay? it It's in a specific... If it makes you feel better. I, look, I know what poison <laughs> ivy looks like. I deal with this shit all the time. It's right where I hold my dick to pee. It's right in the, the little line right there. Did you swab it? Yes. Yes, I swapped it and then I put it in my it, ear. It's just like marks. Did, did you put it on a petri dish and look at no. it under a microscope? No, it's just I, like you got marks folliculitis. It's Mercer. Look, we're Mercer. <laughs> All I know is Do you know how they do an STD test? Yes, they take a Q-tip and they shove it up your urethra and it makes a popping noise when they put it in and it yeah. fucking Do sucks. they still do the bull clap to get rid of chlamydia? No. The fuck is a bull clap? <laughs> You've never heard of the bull clap? No. Well, if you got chlamydia and you got a little bit of a backup of, you know, like infection, we'll call it. Okay. Because that's what it is. They would take your dick, they would put it on a tree stump, and then they would smack it with a uh, wooden mallet. To, like a meat tenderizer. Yeah, to discharge the infection out the head of your penis. What kind of medieval shit are you talking about? They don't. The bull clap. They no. <laughs> Do you don't. ever get on Google? I told you, Doctor Google is not. No, this good. isn't Doctor Google. This is the legit Google site. The best way to get rid of chlamydia is going to the doctor and getting a shot—a penicillin shot, or I don't know, Ansef or. Rosefin. Probably Rosefin would be the best. So Vitamin I, I R. I like the bull clap. Like, incest takes care of chlamydia? And yeah, she said incesta. Yeah, yeah. What? You, you, okay. Ansef. Ansef. It's an antibiotic, not incest. And if you guys ever go to an urgent care and say you need a checkup, that's just another way of saying that you probably uh, need to be checked for an STD. That's kind of like the common thing we hear people say. I'm here for a checkup. And then, you know, they really meant they wanted to make sure they don't have an STD. And then we usually give them a Rocephin shot. And we call that a vitamin R. So that's only at urgent care, though. Vitamin well, it R. just became like the writing joke. Is, is vitamin R? Well, we kind of nursing 
kind of had different names for different things. So you have like your vitamin um, A, which is Ativan. So, you know, you got someone going batshit crazy. We say they need a vitamin A shot. Um, I would just give them vitamin A. Well, it's not going to get rid of your chlamydia. <laughs> Vitamins do not cure anything. <laughs> God damn it, Mark. And then, you know, you have like your B-52 shots. Those are nice. Isn't that a band? Yeah. Well, it's, but it's uh, a great shot that like puts people on their asses. Well, do most they do the time. Love Shack? Yeah. And Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. I've it never heard Rock Lobster. It was a Rock Lobster. I had not rock heard that lobster. song. I heard Love Shack. Everyone's heard Love Shack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, another <laughs> successful episode. Uh, thanks, Emily, for coming on and. Freaking me, out, freaking me out about my uh, poison ivy dick. Herpes. Herpes. It's not fucking herpes. <laughs> Look, this shit is... Hey, I went through it. You're going to go through it, too. It's not folliculitis. It herpes is, is a Look, gift I that got... keeps on giving. Look, God... I have poison ivy all over my arms and all over... Herpes on... can't it's spread. Di- it's ribbed for her pleasure. Damn that... it. Studded. If that's what you want to call herpes nowadays. If it's ribbed, you got ringworm. It's studded. No, if it's <laughs> ringed, like raised in a circle, you have ringworm. Yeah, ribbed. Isn't that what ribbed is? There's no open mm. sores on my dick. Because they haven't popped yet. The... Yeah, right now they're just bumps. They're just Wait, starting to give grow. it a week. It's a process. It'll they start, start as like little bumps you get and they go into like little Mark, blisters. Mark, you seem to know a lot about this. I understand why Emily knows a lot about this. <laughs> Mark has herpes too. <laughs> they probably gave it to each other. Yeah, that's what it's called now. Folliculitis. They can't see airplane. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. Well, thanks for... Remember, the STDs that start with an H are the All ones right, you keep we, for life. Can we, shut her, can, we, can we shut her microphone off? Nobody here has herpes. We wouldn't... Be, we wouldn't be talking <laughs> about herpes. Hey, everybody. Just so you know, we got herpes. No, that's terrible. Like You should tell your partners. I, I agree. And I think... Le- Mark, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Have you told Christy yet? I thought she was about to tell about your herpes. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> I was getting ready like, Jesus. This, we, we've lost control of this episode. It's gone. Sean, if you weren't dead, I would ask you to steal this motherfucker. We still don't know that he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. All they found were his testicles, a few fingers, and some teeth. Well, why don't you just test the teeth and fingers? Why are you even worried about testing the... No, what I'm saying and what I said last time, he can live without any of those things. Yeah, but you're just asking about the ball sack imprints or fingerprints. Well, yeah, or that's how it came to that. Yeah, well, you should you... listen to the podcast once in a while. <laughs> yeah. You might know what the hell we're talking about. I will probably about. listen to this one. Of course you will. <laughs> By the way, Josh, did you ever find your family? No, no he's shaking his head now. <laughs> I don't think he's really looking, though. You want to go ahead and wrap this up, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to wrap this up for a while. There's no order. If I hear herpes one more fucking time, I swear to God. It's called folliculitis. I'm Paul Schroyer. And I'm Mark Reynolds. I love the listeners. Everybody else, fuck off. (laughs) Good night.
rate and review us on Google Music, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at PD underscore podcast, as well as our Facebook site, Pointless Discussion Podcast. Also, don't forget you can email us at pointlessdiscussions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas, or even complaints. Finally, we want to thank OK Go for allowing us to use their song, Here It Goes Again, from their 2005 album, Oh No. Usually, everything we talk about ends up going back to this. Did you record that? (laughs) This episode was edited by Josh Schroyer, produced by Paul Schroyer, executive producers Mark Reynolds and Josh Schroyer. This has been a Magic Squirrel production. The squirrel was magic! His eardrums were scientifically altered for world peace. His ears are more finely tuned than yours or mine. He can listen to a podcast from a mile away. He is the most dedicated podcast fan in the world. I do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Touch of Network. Keep listening, my friends.